0: This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan. I have a, a pretty fantastic free email course on the subject of positioning. It is specifically meant for self-employed software developers, although I do believe other creative professionals or professional services providers may find it useful. And if you're interested in learning a bit more about how positioning works not in the context of Fortune 500 companies, which if you wanted to learn about that, you might read the book Positioning the Battle for Your Mind by Al Reese and Jack Trout. But if instead you wanted to learn how positioning works for small or midsize professional service providers, you I think would be well served by going to PositioningCrashCourse.com and signing up for that free email course. I've gotten two questions recently that I want to tackle at once. Um, To be honest, I can't remember if I've already answered this question, but uh, the the second variation of it I just got clearance to address, and so I wanted to, if I've already uh, answered it, circle back, and if not, tackle it for the first time. So here's the first variation. Uh, Someone asked if it's okay to have two different blogs on different domain names with their own positioning. And if so, how do I tune my marketing to um, use my social media channels to pitch both of the blogs? Will this lead to a dual identity? That's the first question. And then uh, my friend and colleague, Kai Davis, who, uh, by the way, is starting a a new online community for freelancers called Freelance Camp. And it's not open for registration yet, but I'm, I'm one of the early uh, members of this community. Uh, so I've been participating and, and sort of scoping out, checking out the level of dialogue that happens there. And uh, just, I'll say for now, I'm super impressed. Uh, I'll probably have more to say about this later later when uh, perhaps it's open for public registration. So uh, for now, if you're interested in it, uh, I guess go check out um, Kai Davis online at, uh, let's see, what's Kai's website? KaiDavis.com. I should be a little more prepared sometimes for these episodes. <laughs> yeah, KaiDavis.com. K- dot scom You can go there and, sort of find a a point of entry to Kai's uh, online ecosystem. And I think when this this thing launches, it's going to be really fantastic. So anyway, there was a question on there. Kai asks, when does it make sense to chase two rabbits? I'll explain that a little more in a moment. He says, the context is uh, I both have a team that I can delegate to, and I have knowledge of multiple expensive problems. But... And they're in different markets, and I have the standard operating procedures and knowledge to fulfill those needs. Does it ever make sense to chase two rabbits? Great question, Kai, and anonymous other person who uh, asked about having different blogs on different domains with their own positioning. Here's what I think about that. So there's a couple of, there's really uh, three issues, three main issues that may, in a lot of cases, make chasing two rabbits a bad idea. By the way, the notion of chasing two rabbits comes from a quote attributed to Confucius. The quote goes, the man who chases two rabbits catches neither. I've occasionally used this quote at the bottom of the homepage on my website because of how relevant I believe it is for most self-employed people. So there's three issues that may make chasing two rabbits a bad idea. One is bandwidth limitations when it comes to your own ability to market those two things. The second is limitations in your own ability to uh, your sort of budget of attention and focus. And the third is potentially confusing positioning, which the, uh, the first questioner asked about whether doing this would lead to a dual identity So again, to sort of make this more explicit and less poetic, chasing two rabbits means pursuing two significantly different businesses at the same time. And if you do that, I believe those three issues may surface for you. And this is especially true for solo, self-employed people or those running very small firms. So in terms of bandwidth limitations, uh, I have actually seen a few people who have the time and energy to assertively market more than one expertise-based services business. Or in another instance, if your marketing is really just some something that's very low-touch for you, like some paid advertising spend and you're running people through some sort of highly automated uh, marketing funnel, then the issue of bandwidth limitations may never come up. But for most people that I'm working with that I'm trying to help, marketing for them is a time-intensive mentally and emotionally draining exercise in which they are creating valuable content that crystallizes genuine expertise and insight. And I have not actually personally known anybody who's successfully done that kind of marketing for more than one business. So you even I even think about people like Michael Port, who to me has a seemingly inexhaustible supply of energy. Like, that's a very energetic dude. (laughs) And he's approached things in his career serially. So he fully focused on Book Yourself Solid for a while and then sort of moved on to his current focus, which is on public speaking. But he only did that after the Book Yourself Solid business was a really well-established business. So I'm sure you're going to be able, if you look far and wide enough, to find a counterexample to this. And that's fine. I'm just talking about what I think is true for most uh, self-employed people who are running some kind of business where what you're providing is skill or expertise applied to some sort of valuable business problem. And then there's other cases where uh, maybe you have a team or your, your marketing needs are just not as demanding, in which case you may be able to chase two rabbits or three rabbits or 30, I don't know. So there's certainly exceptions to this, um, but one of the problems you may run into is simply you don't have the bandwidth to market more than one thing really well. Another limitation is your your sort of budget of attention and focus. So developing deep expertise is, I think, super rewarding, but to be honest, it can be an exhausting uh, endeavor. So if your business does not depend on you developing and deepening your own expertise, then maybe you will have the mental attention and the focus needed to chase multiple rabbits. But again, I've met very few people who could not go deeper and produce more value for, pe- for the clients they serve if they were spread less thin. So I'm very much a fan of limiting and focusing your, your time and attention. I think it really does pay off. And then finally, there's the potential of uh, positioning confusion. So it's possible if you're chasing multiple rabbits and your name is associated very closely with both of them that you have the, the risk of diluting or confusing your marketplace position. Now, I'll admit, this is a rather low risk, but still, it's a risk. So the pattern that I've seen that seems to work best is a career of multiple acts, ACTS. So somebody like Alan Weiss, I I think, is sort of in his third act in his career. His first was as a consulting practitioner. His second act was as a teacher or authority to other consultants. And his third act is a sort of more life coachy, personal transformation guru. You know, by the same way of looking at things, Michael Port, somebody like Michael Port, might be in a second act now. So I think a career of, of subsequent acts where each one is a deepening or an extension of or a pivot from, even a repudiation of the earlier acts, that just seems to be a more natural, easy story to tell and live than the one where you have multiple parallel tracks going on. So, you know, if those parallel tracks have some kind of unifying theme, you know, maybe Elon Musk is a relevant example here. It makes sense. But I think the serial acts, you know, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, that approach seems a better fit for us mere mortals. So I hope that helps. I hope if you have a question, you will make use of the Consulting Pipeline podcast answer hotline. I hope you'll dial 707 204 0717. Leave a message. I'll play your message on air and do my best to answer it.